Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Why don't we go straight out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Always enjoyable when we get a chance to chat with our friend Casey Stern. He's the host of the Unfiltered Podcast, and he is back with us this morning on 97.3 The Fan. Casey, how you doing, man? Good morning, boys. How we doing? We're doing good, man. Wanted to check on your uh, mental well-being after the uh, oh. Carlos Correa news. Like, we 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 did a little role playing yesterday here on the show where where you know when I think Met fans saw him go to the Giants, they went, oh, "Okay, I mean, it's Carlos Correa. We're good. We're fine. We've added a lot of good pieces." Then they're like, "Ooh, we swooped in. We're the greatest team of all time." Then it pops up, and it's oh crap. We may lose him. Well, and then you lose him, and it's, ah, we didn't want him anyway. Is that what you're going through right now? Take us through the roller coaster of emotions. Well, I definitely don't think it's we didn't want him anyway, because any Met fan who says that they didn't want him would be lying to themselves. Because <laughs> this was a team who last year down there, well, first of all, he's a terrific player, but last went healthy, right, uh, you know, pending physical. But last year, this was a team in the Mets, especially when Starling Marte got injured down the stretch, that couldn't hit well enough, and when it came down to getting big hits in the two Atlanta series and in the series against your Padres, they weren't able to do that. So they know that they need more hitting, and the Correa move was to push them over the edge. So I think clearly Met fans and the Mets as a team understand the need. Even Steve Cohen himself said that there was a need for Carlos Correa. I think to me what really this is about is did the Mets do something that makes you say, that's so Mets? The Mets metting, LOL Mets or not. And to me, they didn't. And they didn't in this case. And I think if there's one thing to grab from it that's positive, if you're a Mets fan, it's the fact that the Mets being the joke they've always been would have succumbed to, hey, look, okay, so we see the medicals. Now we know why the Giants were concerned. But we've got tons of money. It's the Steve Cohen army of dollars. And we're the heroes of everything right now. And we put the Yankees and Judge in the press conference in the back seat, and we're the off-season winners. Let's worry about it later. And I think that would have been the old Met thing to do, then get caught with your pants down, have the injury become a big issue with the ankle, and then be wasting all that money. Instead of Bobby Bonilla Day every July 1st, it's how much is Carlos Correa getting paid to do nothing, right? By, by I think, soaking up the egg on the face, and eating it and saying, hey, look, we're not going to do that. We're going to you know, restructure a contract for half the money because we're even more concerned seemingly than maybe the Giants were. I think, to me, it's actually a step in the right direction for the Mets to do the right thing. So 
this egg on the face for Steve Cohen. I think Met fans certainly going to get laughed at. And the Mets as a whole, the fact that they don't get Correa, I get it. But I think the LOL Mets thing to do would have been actually, guys, to go forward with the deal anyway and then get caught having it turn into a huge injury that ends his career, let's say, heaven forbid, in a few years in the deal. And I was gonna, just going to ask you kind of a follow-up. Are you actually – I guess the answer is you are surprised because <laughs> – I figured, and I was talking to a buddy that's a, a twin fan and yesterday, and he asked me about it, and I said, bro, I wish I knew. I wish I knew what to tell you to expect for the next six years. Um, I said, but I figured, I figured Steve Cohen would say, who cares? Who cares? Do you guys think we can get two? Because, again, you're in a win-now mode. It's, it's World Series or bust for the New York Mets, much like it is here for the San Diego Padres. Are you surprised that Cohen didn't just say, well, He's played about 90% of the games. Let's let's wring what we can out of him uh, for the next uh, you know, three seasons and try to win a chip. I'm surprised that they weren't more flexible in the restructuring to get the deal done. I'm not surprised that they didn't say, well, screw it, let's just do the $300 million as is once they saw what, you know, obviously the Giants were concerned about at first with the ankle, right? But I am, cons- I am surprised that they didn't then – feel like they were forced to restructure and to do something that was more in the favor of Scott Boris and Carlos Correa because they couldn't go back to the public. And more importantly, they couldn't go back to the newly appointed, you know, one of the leaders of the room in Verlander and all the free agents and the guys they brought in and all the fans. They couldn't go back there, guys, and then say, well, we didn't get them. I'm, I'm really, I wouldn't say shocked, but I'm stunned that they didn't acquiesce more. And, you know, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, I'm proud that they didn't necessarily go kind of overboard, but I will say I'm impressed that they didn't because in New York, in that market, being the little brother of the Yankees, having some of the stranglehold they've just gotten, and all of the things that were kind of weighing on all the expectations, for them to back out and not give in to that it is actually, from a business standpoint, showing you why Steve Cohen's made the money he's made. Talking to Casey Stern here on Men and Woods, and let's review now the shortstops. When the offseason started, the big story was where were the four shortstops going to go. Now we have an answer. Trey Turner is a Philly, Xander Bogarts is a Padre, Dansby Swanson is a Cub, and Carlos Correa is still a twin. If you went back... I mean, how surprising some of that, who made out the best, who made out the worst. What's your overall impression now that we know where they all landed and for what they paid? Yeah, yeah, the money is certainly part of it. Look, before the offseason began, I thought if you're playing Love Connection, Matchmaker, Chuck Woolery style, I thought the best match of a, a guy going to a new team, not going back to where they were from already, like Judge going back to the Yankees, in the whole sport, I thought the best matchup was Trey Turner with Philadelphia. Yep. It makes the most sense. I mean, between – and I know Bryce will be out now half the year, but Bryce being there, how badly since – you know, really since Jimmy was there since J-Roll, they've needed a guy like that. How much their batting order was lacking some other way to get runs outside of Kyle Schwarber leading off the game of the solo homer and all of that and, and all the things Trey Turner can do – so I think you could argue that outside of Judge, it's been the best move made by anybody in the entire offseason. So I put that at the top. Clearly, it's for a lot of money. But Trey Turner does a lot of different things. And we forget the rule changes leaning towards speed, at least for the next four or five years of this point of this contract and his career, can be even more valuable than a Trey Turner we've seen. 
Um, I thought the Dansby Swanson deal was a way better deal than people are giving it credit for. And I think the Braves made a big mistake. Swanson, you know, they locked up a lot of their players early. I get it. And doing it, you know, some on the cheapy end with what they did with Albies and Acuna. Then they did the Riley deal. When they got Olsen, they made sure to lock him up. Ish Strider, a young player who we saw last year. And they kind of left Dansby Swanson hanging out to dry a little bit. He was, by a lot of accounts, really kind of the face and the leader, the engine inside that room. He's a winning player. He's going to be a really important guy to turn that culture of the Cubs around. And when you think about the average annual value that he's getting paid over the $177 million of that contract, I think the Dansby Swanson deal for the Cubs is going to end up being a pretty good contract. And let's be honest, we were all surprised that Xander Bogarts ended up here in San Diego. Yeah, we nobody could have, could have <laughs> had that. Us. We are thrilled to have him, and especially the news <laughs> yesterday that their shortstop, who was going to move to second, yeah, that, Trevor Story, is now out for the year. I was going to ask about yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, what do you make Terrible. of this? Uh, you know, I guess they say oh. some of the, the pain came up just a few weeks ago, but yeah. there are some critics that, well, why didn't you do this? way earlier people, if you knew that there was a problem. People always criticize that. Like, if you knew, nobody's got a crystal ball. You know, Trevor Story ends the season and he goes, my elbow's barking a little bit. I'm going to rest it, see what happens. Instead of just immediately going under the knife, I think, and I've said this before uh, as it pertained to Fernando Tatis Jr., Casey, we sitting on our couches are like, just get the surgery, bro. Just go get the surgery. I mean, I, I see it all the time. Surgery is traumatic. It's a traumatic experience for your body. And you can't just go get surgery whenever something's not right. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm bummed for Trevor Story. I think he's a good guy. But talk about an absolute misstep by them letting Xander Bogarts go number one, even if Trevor Story was healthy. But especially now, you know, you don't have a shortstop. And I know the plan was to move him over to second base, but I, I don't know, man. It feels like another massive mistake for the Red Sox. Big mistake. I think, first of all, going back to the Bogarts thing for a second, once they screwed up and allowed him to play out to market, then they felt like they were priced out of being able to get him and Devers back. They saved some face by signing that deal with Devers oh, yeah. because at least they're then able to say that, hey, look, once we lost Bogarts, let's say two years ago from extending on a deal, and we were out above $200 million, we weren't going to be able to go spend half a billion, right? to get both players. Now, whether or not that's the way it worked out or they got lucky, who knows? But I think in the story situation, here's where the mistake is made, and you know, we may never know this, but how much discussion was had between the Red Sox, the doctors, yep. and Trevor Story about, hey, month after the season, right? So we're sitting there in November. You need surgery. You're going to have to have surgery. 99% likely you're going to have surgery. And him saying, and I'm not saying this happened, but then if he were in turn say, well, I want to wait, you know, they can't force the hand, right? Sure. Okay, you can wait a little bit. How much of that was Trevor's story waiting beyond what the doctors and the team doctors had asked him to do? And then does it come off being like that maybe his decision ended up hurting the team? Or how much were the Red Sox in the middle of the free agent situation with Bogart, with Devers, kind of falling asleep on this? Yeah. Because right now it looks like Heim Bloom fell asleep, woke up from a nap, and all of a sudden has no middle infield. It's it's truly truly amazing. We're talking to our pal Casey Stern here on Ben and Woods this morning, and I'm I, I wanted to ask you this. I know you're a Met guy first. You're a big baseball fan, though. That's why we love having you on. Um, when you look at the NL East right now, obviously the Atlanta Braves, New York Mets, the Philadelphia Phillies have really really improved uh, there in, in the off season. The Miami Marlins have hired our buddy Skip Schumacher, who we love. Uh, he's going to be their new skipper. They've got 
starting pitching for days. I mean, 11 starters deep or something. The Nationals are going to be terrible. We know that. But that division, I, I don't think the Marlins can hang, to be honest, in, in Skip's first year. But that three-team race, Casey, is going to be – we always say this. We always pick that division that should be a, uh, a an absolute burner till the end. And who knows? One team may run away with it. Have the Mets done enough to win that division now? I think they've done enough to be where they were last year which was they were for a predominant part of the season in front of that division, they had a chance to win. I think they've done enough to put themselves right back there now. Verlander will pitch more than DeGrom pitched for them in terms of every five days. I think if Senga is what people think he's going to be, you can make a case, maybe a small upgrade, him and Quintana, over what they had with uh, you know their free four in uh, Bassett and Tywan Walker. The bullpen's better. They brought back Adovino and Edwin Diaz, who's the best closer probably in the game. And now they added Rayleigh and David Robertson and are still looking to add for more. The offense about the same. So they're kind of about the same team. And if they do that, they're going to be in it. I think they're going to need to make additions here. I think they're going to need to figure out what Francisco Alvarez is, figure out how to add more punch in the lineup, either now or at the deadline. But they'll be in it if they stay healthy enough at the front of the rotation. And I think for the other teams, it's a health issue as well. Look, Bryce Harper what version of Bryce Harper is coming back, when he's coming back. If he could come back and give that team in the Phillies a jolt, assuming that, especially now with this bullpen that's been you know, really much, much, much improved in Philadelphia, if they can hang in there and Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber can get that team offensively enough to go with the front two and Wheeler and Nola and now that advanced bullpen to hang in there, Bryce Harper might be able to push them the same way he did at the end of last season but I think the health for those two teams are now more of a question than the health is for Atlanta, who are dealing with a lot more young players than Philadelphia and the New York Mets are right now. Casey, I keep hearing the national pundits discussing where Trevor Bauer is going to land after he clears waivers from the Dodgers. I I don't know. If he doesn't show any contrition at all, I don't know how a team makes this work, how they sell it to their fan base. How do you see it playing out? I, I don't I don't see it but you know i look talent is and this is it's a sad state of affairs because you know we're not talking about i remember saying this years ago when yasiel puig was you know licking bats and doing all this weird stuff and it's like okay when he was hitting home runs it's like nobody cares right you know you can deal with almost anything else we've seen guys who have been bad in terms of discipline in clubhouses if they perform well they perform well Ter- terry has got a lot of talent um i don't see it i think it'll come down to you know, whether it's Cincy or somewhere else or their personal relationships with guys who trust him and know him in the front office that are willing to do the I'll vouch for you scenario. But I think it's going to be a difficult sell. Casey, always great chatting with you. Spring training just around the corner. I'm sure we'll have uh, many more conversations as 2023 unfolds. But thank you for this morning. Appreciate it, buddy. Casey Stern on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 